0: Welcome to another episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Marco, with my dark and mysterious co-host. Jessica. How's it going, Ooh, Jessica?
1: Spooky.
0: You're the one with like black headphones, black shirt. I don't well, know what we you're We don't have pants. multicolored
1: headphones over here. <laughs> we have black ones.
0: I can't see your pants from here. Plus, it's a black table, so then it's like the black shirt flows into the black table. Mm. I mean, you could be full Lieutenant Dan after that.
1: Black is slimming. Go with that.
0: Yeah, Sure. Mm-hmm. It is actually, but anyway, how's it going? I've barely seen you. You had to go to work. I had to go <laughs> to the kids and then try to get some work done between phone calls of "Come pick up kid number four. She's running a fever." Poor kid number four. Poor kid number She's four. Got a cold. And then you came home and I took off uh, for bike rides, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. And then came inside and cooked dinner and had dinner with the kids. But you were on a um, video, it like a Zoom call. It was like a seminar. Yep. For uh, continue education credits, and you just wrapped that up. We finished putting the last of the kids to bed, and now it's podcast time, and now I can finally talk to you. Yay. Yay. (laughs) But before we do all that, let's do what we always do. Uh, What are you drinking?
1: I don't know. There's a variety tonight down here. There is a whole lot of whiskey down here tonight. Given
0: that we're not doing, this is not a Tasting Flight episode.
1: Nope. So maybe before I tell you what I'm drinking, why don't you tell everybody why we have all of this?
0: We have this down here because partly as a uh, reminder to me uh, <laughs> as I go through this, I wanted to say thank you to the the guys and gals who, who uh, got it for me. And I knew by the time I came down here and started doing this, I would forget the details are like, oh, it's that one in the cool bottle or, you know. So I'm like, you know what, I'll just bring them down so I can read the labels, and that'll jog my memory also. I mean, I remember who gave them to me. So uh, working from left to right in front of us, we've got a bottle of Knob Creek Smoked Maple, Mm. uh, which is 90 proof. And that's from Claremont, uh, Kentucky. You and I really like Knob Creek, and this Mm -hmm. is their Smoked Maple edition. This one was a gift from uh, Dave in the Hockey League. Awesome. El Chapo. (sniffs) And a bunch of players that he was with, and I asked him, hey, text me all the names because he, he gave it to me right before the hockey draft. And I'm like, dude, I'm not going to remember everybody. Just put it in a text for me. Aww. And sure enough, I don't remember everybody. I think it was just everybody who was on his team. Uh, But that and also the bottle that's next to it, which is from the Traverse City Whiskey Company, which is a whiskey company. We like a lot of their products. This one's their American Cherry Edition, uh, 35%. Mm-hmm. But it's just uh it's their bourbon whiskey and then they infuse it with Traverse City cherries and a few other natural flavors. Uh that was one I was actually uh sipping on during the actual draft. <laughs> and then next to that is one from uh Greg, another hockey captain. And uh I can't remember if it's from Greg and his team or just from Greg. This is one that he had gotten uh for me um a few years ago, uh as a th- and like and all of these are thank yous for being the commissioner and putting doing all the stuff that goes with hockey but this is another uh, addition from the uh, wilderness trail it's their bourbon whiskey it's a kentucky straight uh, bourbon and it's done in small batches this one's 100 proof and it's damn tasty and that's actually what you put in your glass over there
1: thanks i see the li- the, the the um i the icon that's not the word for it
0: the label No, the
1: design on the label. Yeah, the logo. Thank you. I see the logo on it, and all I can think of is the the Witcher. Well, (laughs)
0: because it has a well, it's Wilderness Trail, so it's a W with a T. But then there's like coming out of it are is a tree, tree and there's yeah, there's a lot going on there, and it's actually kind of cool.
1: It is cool and delicious.
0: And then last but not least on the table in front of us is the one I'm drinking tonight, and this is uh the Wood uh, Woodenville. Pardon me. Woodenville uh, bourbon whiskey, and this is out of uh, Washington State, Wood- from Woodenville, Washington. And so this is a uh, a bourbon pot distilled, and when they do this, they they age it in charred oak barrels, just like you normally would. But what they do is they actually take uh, the wood for the barrel before they Cooper it and put it all together, they leave it outside and let it age and get rained on and snowed on and baked in the sun and everything. And, uh, what they, what they say is that it helps take out some of the tannins, but it also creates some different characteristics to it. Hmm. So this is a a handcrafted bourbon made in Washington. This particular one is a distillery exclusive.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And, uh, This is a gift from uh, we've mentioned him before on the uh, podcast because he he uh, very, very generously uh, gave me a bottle of Irish whiskey that we were sipping on a few episodes ago. Mm -hmm. And this one is also from Sexy Rexy the Goalie. (laughs) Um, And yeah, Rex, this is this is awesome. And on top of it, you know, if this uh, bottle wasn't, you know, and and all these bottles weren't generous enough. And awesome uh, tokens of appreciation, which I deeply appreciate. Uh, This one is a little bit different than the other ones because Rex had it engraved.
1: He did. It's so nice.
0: (laughs) So at first I'm like, wow, this is so cool. Thank you. He's like, no, no, you need to read the bottle. I'm like, okay, Woodenville." And then in, in the next part, just before it says straight bourbon whiskey, there's this little area. And in there it says Dr. Tomasi, the commissioner beer league.
1: It's so awesome.
0: It is so awesome.
1: I was tickled to death when I, I saw mean, it. I mean,
0: yeah, I'm just like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I am at a bit of a loss of words. It's, uh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, I was sipping on it a little bit last night, and that's what I have right now. And I'm having it in my world's best ass coach, Marco Tomasi glass <laughs> uh, from Coach Dan uh ass being assisted yeah which is why i'm not gonna bleep it on this one because it's ass period
1: mm-hmm. yes
0: now if i was talking about butts then we'd bleep it out because that's how we do it
1: okay yeah. So this bottle we haven't kept empty bottles in a very long time but this one we're yeah not
0: since we were keeping like highlighter highlighter bottles <laughs> bottles back in the college absolute with bottles. the uh, black light behind it classy classy put it in the window okay oh we're keeping this one
1: yeah this one is very lovely
0: this, will, this one will go right next to my, on my desk up above when it's empty, where I've got the uh, nameplate. My, a whole bunch of my undergrad students when I, who had been working for me and working on my research got together and I finished my doctorate and I was still teaching and I stuck around in a faculty position. But when I got it, um, they, my students, and like, I mean, like my research team all immediately started calling me Dr. Tomasi, Dr. Tomasi. I'm like, no, 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 it's Marco. And then a bunch of other students who were just hanging around and they were in the various student organizations that I was helping be the advisor for or around were like, Hey, Marco. And they're like, It was almost like Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. It's like, No, no, no. You call him Dr. Tomasi. <laughs> so they got together and they got me Aww. that nameplate and I've yeah. had it. And I've actually caught flack for it at some of my jobs because I've had it there. And they're like, You know, that's kind of mm-hmm. arrogant to have that there and make people think you, you they need to call you that. I'm like, There's a story behind it. And I'll tell you, that. and I've, I've not always kept it front and center on my desk. Sometimes it's not been, like, if I have multiple desks in my office, it's on the back one by the window. Um, but it has a lot of sentimental feeling with it. And right now, and ever since we've moved back to Michigan, I've got a, a desk with like a hutch over the top, and it's way up on top, but right in the center. Um, and it's there, and it always makes me think of that that group, that team um, that were really like a set of kids for us. Mm hmm. Not that they were childish or anything, but it was like we, we helped them and, you know, they worked for us. They did stuff, but, like, we helped them and got to watch them grow and mature in their professional lives. And now they're, off, they're all
1: grown up now, off
0: being awesome.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So anyway, uh, that was the, probably the most lengthy explanation on what we're drinking other than the episodes where the whole thing is about drinking. Yes. Yes. But big thank you to Dave and his crew, Greg and Rex uh thanks so much guys i deeply appreciate it
1: me too thanks cheers cheers
0: there has to be some perks with being mrs Kamish. yum
1: yeah it's so good we talked about the draft but let's well
0: kind of that's where the whiskeys came from there was a draft
1: okay do you want to talk about the draft
0: we can talk about the draft. But or talk- do you
1: want to talk about Super Saturday?
0: Let's talk about draft day, all that went into it.
1: Oh, yeah, that was. It was quite, it was all, all there's the a lot stuff. going on
0: that day. So all on one given Saturday, we had, uh, I had to get up early because I rode in the Beer 30, which we've spoken about before with the Pechaderm Peddlers and open to the community. Uh, great turnout. Um Got to speak with Greg a little bit at a few of the stops, and he was... uh he was pretty pleased. It was not as big as it was pre-COVID. Yeah. But still they had a great turnout given that some people are still very nervous about doing these sort of things and then a lot of some people are also nervous and even us with our races do we want to sign up is it going to get canceled at the last minute? Yep. So uh beautiful weather. This is a it's kind of like a pub crawl on a bicycle. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's for charity. It supports a uh, outfit called Cycle Recycle where they they take old bikes, they fix them up, and they sell them, or if you want to come in and get your bike tuned up, they won't tune it up for you, but they'll teach you how to do it, Yeah. and then also kids who can't afford a bicycle, they'll bring you in, they'll teach you how to fix up stuff, and you can earn credit towards one by working on these old donated bikes that they're yep. setting up to sell, so a great charity. In fact, we got uh, Kid number two's newest bicycle there because- yep. I mean he's growing so fast, he's gonna need it for about two years and then he's gonna outgrow it. And we didn't want to spend like four or five hundred dollars. No. Remember when bikes, like a decent bike was like maybe a hundred bucks? Yes. God, we're old.
1: We I was just gonna say we've just morphed into grandparent territory I, there with I, that one. I
0: know. Anyway, so a great charity. Uh my dad and I were doing it. My dad was was talking a big game. He's like, All right, we're gonna are you know, go 15, 17 miles an hour. Great, great, great. How'd that go? Yeah, dad was hurting because he was working Aww. on his uh, rentals the day before. So we start off and we're going like 11, and I'm like, oh my God, this is going to take forever. <laughs> like, I'm like, because well, he... when he says 15, I can usually like keep him distracted with conversation and get it up to like 17 or 18 or 19. Yeah. Uh, no. So we start out and then like at one point he's like, I feel like I'm biking uphill. And I'm like, you are biking uphill. <laughs> but also, um, the way he sits That's now. Funny take the pressure off his back he's raised up the neck on his bike so he's somewhere upright while it was windy so then he's like a big kite oh but we got to the first stop and uh then we changed directions and the wind was with us and other spots where the wind was like blocked by the trees it was great but you went basically brewery to brewery and uh they had uh beer for you and we had these little cool little tasting cups yeah they're pretty cute yeah they're And uh, the first one um, stop, actually, Silly Sausage was there. Uh, I need to contact them and get the picture that they took of me. They put it up on their uh, Facebook page. But they had their take on pigs in a blanket. It was sausage in a biscuit. And then... Uh, what was it? Outstanding. Definitely not low-carb, but yummy. Yay. Uh, and then a beer. And then uh, we went and hit a few other stops. And then actually, at one point, we went down to Infusco... uh Coffee? roasters yeah down in sawyer michigan and that was kind of like the turnaround point at that point they had uh their cold brew coffee nitro coffee in a keg Mm. and so that was perfect to hit the spot they had cookies um that somebody made you know homemade cookies i obviously didn't have a cookie but you know fun i know and then uh before we head back to the start finish spot of uh, watermark brewing we actually also hit um Pete's Cider Social, which we were at in episode 20 when we were speaking with uh, Greg and Liz and about cycling and everything. Well, they, you know, we went there. It's the first time my dad's been there since they've converted it into a tasting house for ciders and also cleaned up. And it's, I mean, they got the bowling lanes open, but it's clean. It's not as scuzzy as it was when we were in high school. Scuzzy. Yeah, actually, it's not... I i said ask scuzzy it's not scuzzy at all it was scuzzy back in high school it's really neat clean funky they got the 1950s retro vibe going in there it's really cool yeah so uh dan uh was walking around it was good to see him but we rode back they had a they had a raffle afterwards so i actually um rode home and then drove back and started working on stuff for the draft uh, hung out for the raffle um Won one of the prizes. You did. A whole bag of stuff. That was, that was cool. It was really cool. And then I went over to the the rink and we had uh, the captain's meeting where we go over the rules and we rank all the players and we work through all the issues and we find all the missing, we try to fill all the empty goalie holes and yes. Funkos. Yeah. <laughs> about that. Fun story about that one. Uh, but. We have the draft, we pick the teams, and then I go home and I clean up the stuff and I have to clean up the email list and all the people who signed up at the last second and I write a giant email and I email out, this is what's going on, here are the rules, here are the teams, here's the schedule. Uh, the schedule's pre-made with placeholders, but like this time, we didn't know how many teams we were going to have, so I had to make a, for the various divisions. I, I made a, a generic eight-team schedule, a generic uh, six-team schedule, schedule and a generic four team schedule and then whatever each division had that's what you had i had the times so but everything's like with team one team two team three well, depending on what your draft pick is and we draw the na- names out of a hat mm-hmm. that's you know if you're pick number one your team number one on it well i gotta go and clean that up and so one, it takes me a couple hours to do all that and i send it out of course by the time i uh as i'm working on it, i got angry emails coming in and people are like i'm like Chill out. I mean, I'm working At as the fast as I can. I know there's people. always angry emails on. It's like, I'm like I don't get, really get to see my family on these weekends. Uh, especially since, <laughs> like, you had Saturday. no, you had to take all the kids to hockey because kid three followed by kids two and one had hockey that day in the morning while I was out riding my bike. Yeah. Oh, but we made it through it. Um, as for the draft. Mm-hmm we got the season going but i mean it was it was interesting leading into it I'm, I'm throughout the week i'm giving the captains updates okay this is the registration hockey players are a bunch of procrastinators they wait till the last freaking second anyway but i'm trying to project how many captains are to have lined up, what kind of schedule i have to have lined up um looking at like the day before the draft we're hitting the threshold to um have 8 teams on our on our Sunday night division which is a hybrid division of 40 and over Mm -hmm. and then C players but we also have our beginner adult hockey going on and then on Monday night we have another hybrid which is uh, B players and A players put together because we're a relatively small hockey community but as we're looking at this I'm like okay we're gonna I, I was anticipating hey if we plus up will person X and person Y be our next two captains? And I was actually going to take the season off from being a captain, but, and I had six captains lined up and I'm like, okay, if we hit eight, I'll be one of the extra captains. And I asked one of the other captains, past captains who was taking a season off from being a captain, she was still going to play. I'm like, will you do it too? And she's like, yes, I'm tired of doing this, but yeah, I'll do it. Uh, and then I also, did the same thing for the AB league. I'm like, I had two uh, spares backed up. Mm-hmm. But we're looking at it, and I, I did it for goalies, too. I was lining up goalies. I'm like, okay, if we plus up, will you do it? Well, we were looking at the registration, and even though I had the bonus goalies lined up, <laughs> 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 yeah, we had we had a few of the regulars decide not to come back because they had work conflicts. And they're like, oh, I'm not yeah. signing up for a 14-game schedule that I'm going to miss 11 or 12 of. Oh, that sucks. So uh, going into the draft uh, in that room that afternoon, I knew I had Eight Sunday night teams, and I had on paper six goalies. And on Monday night, I had four teams in that division, but only three goalies. And it's like, well, crap! I got one. Mm. I have one goalie that, especially that goes, uh, can flip flop both sides. He's right on the cusp between the two. But if I move him to Monday and fill up Monday, now I'm down to five for my eight teams. I'm short three. So. Um, uh, start working the phones. And then while I'm doing the, and this is as people were walking into the building to start this captain's meeting, mm-hmm. uh, I get on the phone with Mr. Rank owner and I'm like, okay, here's the plan. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll work out some sort of deal with, uh, one, the, one of the, um, AB goalies who's not returning with, so we can convince him to come back so we can keep the other guy on Sunday nights but it still leaves me with two vacancies and I really don't like going into the draft with two vacancies. So kid number one, kid number one, we'll put her on the board. as long as you don't object, I mean, it's your rank, your liability, but I, yeah. and I'm her dad. I'm okay with it. you okay with it. You're also her coach. He's like, well, we would prefer to have adults in the adult league. I'm like, yeah, no, I know that, Duh. but I don't have adults. I have I
1: prefer to not have my kid in I that league. I would prefer
0: too. I would prefer to have uh, kid number one over an empty net, though.
1: That's true. Yes,
0: and so and that's pretty much what what it was. So we went into the draft, and I explained to the captains. And this is not the first time we've done this. Uh, one of the other captains, we uh, his daughter, who is only a, a year, well, she's a great older. She, they go to the same school as kid number one. Mm-hmm. She was drafted, and we've had some other. Uh, Kids, before we were pretty hard on the line of you got to be 18 to play in the any of our leagues, except a goalie. Well, we'll, yeah, we'll bend on goalie
1: just because it's there's so few goalies in the world.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've got we got the contact information between the rosters and the sub lists. We have 23 goalies. Getting them to actually sign up and show up though is a little bit harder. They're all like, yeah, put me on the sub list, but then it's like, okay, do you want to come sub? No, you want to sign up for the league? No. I don't got Hilarious. time for that. It's like, all right. So uh, and she had, she was aware that I was already running short and I was stressing. So she was like stalking my office door all week, going, "How many goalies you got?" That's She's and
1: it's so like, "Go away!
0: I'm looking for adults. <laughs> You're twelve. I'm looking for adults." Well, so all right. Funny. But then it's like, okay, she's in. So then I had to go in in front of this captain's meeting and like and own it and like, all right, she's in. She, her equipment is rated to hold hold up to the the C forty plus league. She's been playing against adults since January 2000 in various forms. She's subbed in our league twice already as an emergency backup. Mm-hmm. Now she's going to be a starter. And so that no one gets really pissed off, we're going to make her a block. So she's just going to be on my team. And and we do that with family members. Yeah. You, know, you can be in a block of two. Uh, and then so we had a draw for draft picks. And I'm really worried. I'm like, God, I really hope I'm not the number one overall draft pick. Because one, it's a snake draft. Yeah. And I don't want to be at the one because that makes me like all I got to wait all those ways. So it snakes all the way back on the we start with the goalies. So oh. i want like, I want a good forward or defenseman. Gotcha. But also, um you know, it's, it's easier to explain picking her up at number seven or eight than it is picking her up at number one because we're in a block and guys get upset. Well, sure enough, we end up being number seven, and I'm like, I can live with that, especially since I signed on as an expansion goalie or captain this time.
1: An expansion. Goalie. So
0: I I was number seven, and I automatically had my daughter, and then the captain after me got next available. We actually wrote in as the name tag next available, snakes around that captain gets uh, the number one overall player, mm-hmm. uh, you know, forward or defenseman. And then I got the next one after that, and then it just snaked through.
1: Gotcha. Yeah,
0: because everyone who signs up gets gets on a team. So we did all that. Yay! I'm on my team with my daughter. Um, we had to pick jerseys, and like the jerseys are laid out. The commissioner gets to pick them, and I'm like, usually I pick a color I really like, like red, but this time I'm like, you know, I'm the number seven pick. I'm I said I would be an extra captain this time. Playing with my kids, so like I'm not, I don't have aspir, you know, I'm not thinking of like aspiring to the championship, although I never do because I I never win it in this league and that's the running gag. (laughs) So I took the lavender ones.
1: Lavender. The lavender jerseys. They are pretty.
0: They're not that bad when you wear them with the socks, but yeah, they are super lavender. These look like purple nightmares. We look like Easter eggs. You
1: do look like Easter eggs. We look like Easter
0: eggs. (laughs) but uh kid one went out there and she played and um and oh by the way after the draft we had another goalie sign up and so he's on the next available one given the two and then even if he ever hears this i mean i'll say it to his face i'd rather have kid one than him because i've had him before <laughs> Marcus. so they faced off uh we played that team in the first game we lost six to four but kid one played great and afterwards i'm like are there any of those goals you let into you think you could have stopped she's like i think i could have had three of them like thinking to myself damn it that would have made the difference we would have won (laughs) but uh she did she did well uh she's excited she was happy uh afterwards uh we had a cooler full of beer and then i had a note on top of that said hey the two verners in there which if you're not familiar with Verners, it's a ginger ale for her they're actually sugar-free ones and then this week i went out and bought some uh sugar-free a&w root beer for her so she can have root beer at beer league
1: Awesome and we flushing?
0: Yeah, that's what it stands for. A W. -hmm. Awesome and we flushing. So she's excited. The guys were and were on the team were pretty cool about it. And I told them like, here's the deal though. Anytime we have a late game, she's got to get up and go to seventh grade. So she's not playing any of the late games. And I told all the captains this at the draft too. So it's not a secret. Yeah. Uh, So and like because and I'm like in case anyone's worried that like the first game. And I told them in the locker room like if she she's gonna let goals in, so we're gonna have to score and uh mm-hmm. sure enough we didn't score enough in that game and like actually at one point during the intermission she goes you need to tell your team they need to shoot more and they actually hit the net she
1: said that to you yeah that's I'm like, awesome
0: you go tell them They're your teammates too she's like yeah but they keep shoot when they do shoot they keep hitting the boards and missing the target I'm like welcome to beer league jess or not jess you wish welcome to beer league kid one um no, she played well. Uh, but when we get to, uh, one thing, I did tell them, though, is like, look, if we get completely blown out and you're afraid, that's how the whole season's gonna go. Anytime we have a late game, I'm bringing in a sub. Cool. Yeah, and if her grades drop, uh, we're bringing in yeah. a sub. Yeah,
1: if her grades drop, it's, this is over.
0: Yeah, I'm not too worried. I was just looking at her grades today. So anyway, that was that was Super Saturday, and then the game on Sunday. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. And then this week, we also had the last of the back-to-school nights. Thank goodness. We've survived all the back-to-school all nights.
1: All four. No. What, three? Four, three. We have well, four there kids. Well, four kids, but two of them were on the same night. So there's three back-to-school nights.
0: Okay. Three back-to-school nights. Four, four classrooms. Yeah, classrooms. So many kids. One of them, we had to, like, this week, you and I had to go and divide and conquer. We did. We conquered. Yeah, yes, All in person.
1: With, with masks. Yep. Worn without issue.
0: Nope. Nobody threw a fit in the classroom.
1: No, I meant us. Oh, we yeah. wore them without issue. The end. Yay! <laughs> I really like going to back to school nights though, because you get to see all of the kids' artwork.
0: That was fun. It's really cute, and I, liked, I missed that a lot last year. I liked walking down the hall, and every so often, I would see someone's self-portrait they had done. And I'm yep. Like, that kid looks like they're holding a hockey stick, and then I go look in her road, and I'm like, oh, I know that kid. I coach that kid. Or, oh, I know that kid. I know I coach that kid. That's funny. So cute. Mm
1: and we've been doing bike nights we
0: have uh kid number so kid one has been riding with us this summer and we were going to uh we went to a couple of bike Buchanan's those were hard because they were on goalie clinic night but Mm -hmm. we were doing pachyderm peddlers pretty much pretty frequently and even a few times like you got off work late and so like we would watch them all ride out as you were you're like frantically Frantically. trying trying to get the bike all set up and it's like just chill, let them go, and we'll we'll go do our the three of us, you, me, and my dad. Mm-hmm. Or actually, the four of us, you, me, and my dad, and kid number one. But kid number two really, really wanted to go, so he got a bike for his birthday, and he can't ride quite at their speed. So we've been leaving from our house about the same time, but we're keeping the Thursdays to get that vibe going because we're hoping by next summer he can go with us. Yep. And the four of us uh, would sometimes if you made it home in time. Uh, the four of us, actually, yeah, no, it would be the five of us, if you're there. If
1: I'm there, then it's five because your dad likes to yeah, that's come. That's true. I
0: keep forgetting about my dad. My So it's my dad and I, kid number one, and then kid number two. And we go, and kid number two is interesting because he starts slow and he finishes. He has his fastest miles at the end of the ride. And there's uh, been a few times where we're out riding. We ride very similar routes to the pector and peddlers, yeah. obviously, because those are also the routes we've been doing. For a couple of years now, one time when my daddy yells, "Hey, we got some, we picked up a, a few uh, followers," I'm like, "Okay, yeah." And I look in my mirror and I see one rider, and then a little bit further, kid one yells, "Car up!" because there's a car ahead of us, and all of a sudden I hear this like chorus of "Car up, car up, car up" coming from <laughs> me. I'm like, "Wow, what the hell? How many people are behind us?" I turn around. It is the Slow <laughs> Roll Group from the Pachyderms had met up with us. And at that point, kid one was or kid two was going at the pace they ride, so they just stuck with him. So he's all of a sudden leading this entire group. That's awesome. And then we got down to about the final turn, and they all went left to go back to the brewery, and we went right to go back to our house. Mm-hmm. And we did the same thing today. Although today we went out at uh, five o'clock, just yeah. so we could have dinner at a decent time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, that's kind of all the excitement and what's been going on. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's get into our main feature. I mean, that was a long intro, but it's also kind of catching everybody up on us. And that's part of what our podcast is about is us and parents and kids and school and bikes and hockey drafts and mm-hmm. beverages. Beverages. <laughs> it's cool. So, um, Always beverages. hey, we're into fall. Woo woo. Yeah. And we mentioned it on our last episode, uh, Florida State lost in Notre Dame. And mm-hmm. We're sad about that.
1: Yeah, actually we are. That was a hard day at
0: work the next day. That was heartbreaking. You didn't have to go to work the next day. That was a Sunday On Monday. That, the Monday was Labor Day.
1: On Tuesday. <laughs> okay. It was a hard... It was discussed and I was made fun of, especially by the lady that likes Alabama. She was just absolutely giddy <sighs> over the whole thing.
0: Did she say anything when we lost to Jacksonville State this most recent no. weekend? Mm-mm. she oh. didn't. Well, she
1: only cared about Florida State because they were playing Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. She's well, like, I almost texted you, and I was like, you could have. It would have been hilarious. Win or
0: lose on football season, this ties into our main feature tonight, which is tailgate tail, tailgate season favorites. So we're this is a food episode, and we're gonna get in, we're gonna get into al fresco dining, usually in close proximity to the rear end of a vehicle yes whether it be for football hockey cross country track soccer baseball uh, softball and so on lacrosse if you're one of the rare parts of the country that are doing that uh, but we're doing tailgating and we've we've made reference to this before especially like when the locker rooms were shut down and things were chaotic last fall. And we were having literally having tailgate meals. Like I broke out a little bench and chairs and the kids like were using the my tailgate of my truck.
1: Yeah, that was really cute
0: as a table. But also like you and I went to Florida State. We mm-hmm. like to tailgate and sometimes we simulate that here when there's a game on. And we've done that with also with hockey stuff, too. It's uh, there's a good hockey game on TV. What's for dinner? We're doing a tailgate cookout right in the driveway. Boot. But then we're eating in the kitchen around the deck. Yeah. So that's our feature tonight. Let's do some segue music and we'll dive into it. Ready, Jessica? Ready. All right. Tailgate season favorites. Let's start off when we get into this. Uh, not everybody really cares about their uh, their diet, and people have other their own. Whether if they are watching what they eat, they have various things going on, and sometimes they're working with a nutritionist or a dietitian, and other times they're just going it on their own and making it up as they go, and sometimes they're just staring at Instagram and Facebook and going with the fad or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and I are we've discussed this. We do low carb. Now that's not for everybody. Cool. But if you are going low carb, uh, what are some of the pitfalls when it comes to tailgating? You got to watch out, especially if you go to a tailgate party.
1: Yeah, tailgating is usually full of bread.
0: You got to watch out for the bread; that's got to got carbs in it.
1: Just a few, just
0: a few, and there's a lot of sandwiches and buns and pitas and French bread. They're putting into dips and everything, and what else? I mean, the, the bread, 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 bread. There's lots of bread. Tortillas. Tortillas flatbread mm-hmm. i guess yep a french bread cuban bread if you're down in florida we used to love i used to love going to Publix and getting a loaf of cuban bread yum and then along with that are the chips yeah i guess I mean, like we we are getting a significant following got, like, in uh, england now so it could be also yeah. the yeah it could also be the french fries those kind of chips but like also the Potato crisps, if you so would call them. Potato
1: crisps. I think I should just start calling all chips crisps because that just sounds delightful.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm yeah, sure. chips and dip and tortillas and oh, pico dip. de gallo. And yeah, but watch out for those chips because they are they got carbs.
1: Breaded and fried foods. Oh, delightful.
0: Delightful, but watch out for the carbs. So now, terrible for you. I mean, we've spoken about ways we get around that when we make stuff at home, like we do fried perch. Uh, the kids actually use breading. Mm -hmm. Uh, but you and I use, uh, mashed up pork Pork rinds rinds to get that same crunchy texture on our fish and then fry it up, but to keep the carb count low so that we can still have the food we love and not have to worry about the macros we don't love. Uh, sweet treats. You got to watch out for them because uh, chances are they didn't make a low carb friendly take on it. They probably just loaded in all the sugar.
1: Um, absolutely. Also there's sodas.
0: I mean, one of our favorites were rum and cokes when we used to tailgate in college. Right,
1: you can put your alcohol in sodas, or you can just drink the soda or juice. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, we used to get in the stadium, get the biggest Coke they was sold, which was ginormous. It's like movie theater vat of Coca Cola. <laughs> Pour half of it out, yeah. fill it up with all the rum we smuggled into the stadium.
1: Yep, mm, yep.
0: And we that was that. then. Work spend the first half drinking that, and the second half vomiting. <laughs> In your case. But yeah. yeah, the sodas. And also watch out for those pre-mixed cocktails. Uh, now that, you know, I mean, yes, there's the hard seltzers, which are lower carb now. Some of them. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of those pre-mixed ones and like margaritas in a bucket and stuff. And they're just full of sugar. And yeah, What were, they, what were they? The, pre-made, the pre-made uh, we test tube like shots? The,
1: oh, those are fun. We
0: used to get it like the Publix we had right by our house in Florida had like a...
1: We got test tube shots?
0: Yeah, we did. Alcohol. It had had the beer section, then it had the little igloo room of glassed in one of just all sorts of stuff.
1: So nice to walk in there in Florida because it's hot there. Yes. The igloo room will cool you right down. Speaking of
0: igloo room, watch out for the beer. (laughs) I mean.
1: I don't have this problem because I don't drink beer. No, but. I don't need to worry about this one.
0: If you're pounding beer after beer, you're having carbs. Carby
1: carb carbs.
0: Carby carb carbs. And then, you know, most people don't think about this, but meatballs and sausages, uh, there can be hidden carbs because it depends on what kind of filler they put in Yeah, it.
1: a lot of people use, like, mushed up crackers in there or... Panko um, breadcrumbs. So they go, panko. oh, we'll make it lighter by using
0: panko instead of Italian breadcrumbs, which yep. make get a denser meatball. And same with the sausages. They'll throw fillers in there. Mm-hmm. But there's, I mean, there are ones out there that are relatively low carb, but you don't always know. If you're going to somebody else's Right, if somebody thing,
1: else is hosting... You're not going to be like so would you put in the meatballs yeah. you're just gonna
0: want to eat it i mean you can ask um but if you, it is a huge spread and yeah. mass-produced it's probably from one of those um like food service type places the the sell in bulk and most likely you can count it having filler in it awesome so those are the pitfalls and i wanted to get the debbie downer stuff out of the way right away
1: wherep, wherep.
0: so no- <laughs> point two on all this <laughs> jessica the keys to success. Wait, is, I
1: thought I was gonna say you said Jessica. Okay. I thought that meant I, I was just trying it.
0: to get your attention.
1: I, you have my attention.
0: <laughs> you were staring at your phone.
1: Because I'm looking for a cute certificate frame. Because well, mine broke at work, and now I need oh, something better.
0: That's sad. It is sad. All right. The keys to success. If you're on a special diet, such as low carb, but if you've got some other special diet going on, whatever it might be.
1: Yeah, you guys know the diets. We don't need to list Yeah, yeah.
0: What you are the keys to succeeding on sticking close to your diet?
1: Communicate the fact that you are on a diet with the people that are that you're doing a tailgate
0: with in advance. Don't show yeah. up and be a complete and go. I'm doing
1: I'm doing keto and I can't have carbs. Give me the food without the carbs that you made. They'll hand you like a pile of lettuce. I
0: need gluten-free. Where are the gluten-free buns? <laughs> you know? communicate in advance hey i got this going on you got anything going on i don't want you to make any special things or you know what 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 are you serving right and and so i kind of figure out and plan ahead of time and not make a scene
1: yeah and you can you know offer to bring something that you can share with everybody else that will for sure fit in with your diet that you're following i take
0: it you read my notes ahead of time
1: no, actually, that's that my is next just. One. I'm sorry. Because
0: after communicate, I have contribute, no, bring I didn't. something you can eat. One, you're bringing something. And it's always good measure to bring something, but then make sure it's something you can eat. Because yep. if all this fails, you got that.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: As you're going down the line and of the various amazing foods people brought, when in doubt, just skip it.
1: Yeah. And then there's the other one
0: What's that it? I like. What's that?
1: Everything in moderation.
0: Well, that's good sense. Even if you're not on a special diet, all things in moderation. But
1: even if you are on a special diet, sometimes at least this is how I like to do it, because I'm human and I want to ex- I want to fully enjoy my human experience. Um, it's okay to go off of your special diet and have like a taste of somebody's grandma's favorite peach cobbler that they brought to well, the I was tailgate. Say, okay.
0: Even and the human thing was a little offensive there, Jessica. No, it's not it was moderation would be even if you're not on a special diet maybe not have if like what's whatever the dish a full serving of every dish <laughs> and I, by serving i mean like a plateful a plateful if a plateful of this is a full dinner for you don't have a full plateful of every single dish down the line and just pick out and be gluttonous on all of it yeah um have a taste of everything Fine. That also is one way to keep all your carbs down is you're just having a small sampling of everything. If they bring 12 different, fla- you know, sauces on the wings, that's don't have 12 nice. of each type of sauce on or <laughs> 12 wings of each type of sauce, have one of each.
1: Yep. Also, this way you can share with everybody else. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, moderation, communicate, contribute, when in doubt, skip it, and then moderation which should apply to everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's Gets the uh, the boring stuff out of the way. Let's get into the fun stuff. Which are, point three on this, our favorite dishes. Dishes. So we broke this up by uh, categories of dishes. And then what are our favorite things to have when tailgating through the down the line? So first up, the classics. Like when you think tailgating, the run of the mill, we're not doing the fancy, fancy, fancy ones and the obscure and... The amazing ones you see on uh, college game day where they're like, oh, this is something special. This campus, the the amazing ones as they walked around. Just the classic tailgate. Uh, Jessica, our favorites out of classic dishes. Hamburgers. Hamburgers. Uh, I also like brats and the kids like hot dogs. Mm
1: -hmm. And sausages.
0: And sausages. But burgers, and it's hard to screw up a burger and they're low carb yeah i mean if you are going low carb skip the bun if you're not going low carb have the bun who cares uh if you're going low carb i would say skip the ketchup i know they make um
1: like a sugar-free ketchup. sugar-free
0: ketchup but seriously if you're over the age of 12 give up the ketchup it just like masks the flavor everything get good tasting beef season it well enjoy that taste maybe a little mustard throw on some pickles some onions grill those onions mushrooms with blue cheese some bacon
1: you could just saute the mushrooms and have them available and yeah. that would be good too. There's Put so many things you could do with that great. burger.
0: And yes, they make, uh, if you're low carb, they make keto buns. Like, they taste like they, Just they go without. Taste
1: like but they're rather bland.
0: They're so bland that it's like, what's the point? Just to have the burger without it. Hot dogs, uh, there's uh, you got to watch out there. Basically, the hot dogs, the brats, the sausages, you just got to look and see. Some are putting a bunch of uh, fillers in there, which unnecessarily jack up the carbs. Yeah, look, you want meat in tube form, tube, so there really shouldn't be a whole lot of carbs in it, and there shouldn't be carbs in it. Uh, so get something that's relatively low in carbs if you're watching your carbs. If you're not, have whatever you want, just mm-hmm. have it in moderation. And really, with this, uh, it's hard to screw it up, yeah. So let's dive into, uh, we got some regional favorites now. We'll call this our uh, our northern favorite.
1: Yes. It's, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Marco's Chili.
0: It is. <laughs> I've done this one. I've brought it to uh, regional track meet, or cross-country meets.
1: Oh, my God. Did you let the runners eat it before they ran? No, they had okay. it afterwards. That's the parents good. were
0: eating it. And actually, while they were running, because it was a morning race, uh, it was cooking in the slow cooker. Mm. The Crock-Pot. So yeah. the way I do this when we have a morning meat is I actually do all my my prep work ahead of time. I, I, I brown the meats. I cut up all the veggies. I have everything laid out, and I put them all in the fridge. And so the morning of, I dump them all in the Crock-Pot, mm-hmm. and I plug it in. Uh, I have an outlet in my car. Plug it in and put it on low and let it cook the whole way up. And then they have the race. And then in this case... Uh, Most of the runners were running in the morning and we had one runner running at like 2 in the afternoon. Cool. So then it just cooked and it was ready at um, noon when we wanted to eat.
1: Yeah.
0: And then we just threw on Did
1: everybody like it?
0: Oh, they loved it. They they finished all of it. Yeah. And then Kid One had made um, cornbread and they ate all of that. Nice. So the way uh, you make this is, um, and you can plus up the recipe as needed. What we usually do for just our family, and we like leftovers, but it's, One pound of ground beef, one pound of ground pork. Uh, Mm -hmm. If we want to get fancy, we throw in um, a couple strips of bulk bacon that's been diced or pancetta. One or two bell peppers, depending how big they are, cut down into a a dice. One onion, usually a white onion or a Spanish onion, Mm -hmm. dice that up. I'll take a jalapeno and put a really small, fine dice on it nice and garlic well it's us so it's usually like <laughs> yeah. it's like four to six cloves we that of like garlic that I then you know after they've been peeled I'll smash them and then mince them up very small it's, I don't use the pre-minced stuff it's either.
1: not an overly garlicky no. flavor either in case you're hearing four cloves of garlic oh my gosh that sounds like so many it's really not
0: so I'll start out I'll, I'll turn on the crock pot on low and I'll throw as I do the garlic I throw that in. And then I start chopping up my onion. And this is if I'm making it, I'm not on the go. Um, I'll chop up my onion, throw it in. So it's still starting to get warm on there. Then I'll do the peppers and throw those in. Then I'll go and brown the beef, throw it in. Brown the pork, throw it in. Brown the bacon or pancetta, throw it in. Then I'll take one can, just one of those little 14-ounce cans, Mm -hmm. or 14 and a half, whatever they come out, of the fire-roasted Diced tomatoes. And sometimes they come with green chilies. Got to watch out that with our kids. It's a little bit too, too much heat for them.
1: Yeah, they don't like But the
0: fire roasted ones had a nice flavor. Throw that in. And then, um, if it's just our family, I'll put in uh, a cup of beer. Mm-hmm. If I'm cooking for a team or youth sports or people I don't know, I leave the beer out. Yeah. And I'll go with a combination of, um, water or like chicken or beef stock or vegetable stock or whatever we got around Mm -hmm. and then um and then it's just a matter of seasoning and spices some chili powder some pepper i always like smoked paprika a little bit of cumin not too much you don't like the cumin
1: i like cumin cumin is no actually i don't i was (laughs) thinking about cumin you said cumin and I was thinking smoked paprika and that's the one yeah. I'm like, maybe just use regular paprika.
0: So I'm, like, I'm not going to give away all of my, uh, my spice blend, but you know, the usual chili spices, put it in there and give it a stir and let it, let it cook. Um, you can do it if you're really in a rush, mm-hmm. uh, three to four hours on high, but you really want about eight hour eight to 10 hours on uh, low. When you're done, you serve it up and then you put jalapeno slices on top some cheese like cheddar cheese sharp cheddar cheese and then like a dollop of uh, sour cream cool yeah and if you don't care about carbs have it on a uh on um over mm-hmm. the top of cornbread uh, you can make uh low carb cornbread alternatives we've played with some of those some of them are good some aren't mm-hmm. but I usually don't even bother so that's my chili
1: yum it's so good
0: but that's not what we made when we were tailgating down in Florida nope Jess, what did we do uh, down in Florida and what have we done since then when we're doing more of our southern our favorite southern style tailgate?
1: Seafood boils.
0: And how do we do that? You take the seafood and
1: you throw it in a pot and you boil it.
0: What you, you tell a drink? You mix a drink and watch your husband do it.
1: <laughs> That's accurate. I have no idea how to do it. You go ahead and tell everyone. So this do was it. a
0: favorite because we could get a bunch of us together and like people would each bring ingredients when we make it. Uh, You get basically a turkey fryer. Yeah. You know, the propane thing, you stick a pot on it, and we usually use one that has the inside bucket with all the holes in it. You fill it up with your fluid, and we used to use uh, beer Mm -hmm. when we were in college. Since then, we use a lot of water. You season the water with your whatever mix of Cajun spices or Old Bay or whatever you want to use. Yep. And in goes your ingredients. So if uh, if you're using potatoes throw those in first you want the little round ones not giant ones don't from the put French like rice. an
1: idaho potato in your secret you mean
0: like a russet yeah no don't you want that you want the, like the little reds or the little golden mm-hmm. ones yep throw them in after about you know 20 minutes and this is all going to depend on how hot your burner is going and everything so it's you just kind of eyeball it poke them with a fork when they're starting to get done mm-hmm. throw in your corn on the cob and for each cob, you want to cut it into like thirds. Yeah, so you, you don't want big honking pieces of... Because this is, eat with your hands, and you're going to put it out on a picnic table or someone's tailgated their picnic truck that you put newspaper down on. Yes. Throw the corn in. Around this, about halfway through the corn. See, so the corn's going to go for about 20 minutes. About halfway through, you'll throw in your andouille sausage that you've also cut up into bite-sized links. So good. Then in your about your last five minutes, you're going to throw in shrimp. Mm-hmm. And if you want to get really fancy, you can start throwing in crawfish and crab.
1: You want to get really fancy. Yeah. And
0: do if you it. want to get really fancy, the other thing we do is like our steamer basket that goes on the whole turkey fryer thing. We actually, in addition to the big basket down below where you boil the stuff
1: mm-hmm.
0: on top, we've got a smaller basket that's a steamer one. So we'll put this in at the very very end and we'll put mussels and clams up there. Yep. So this is all boiling away down below and the steam's coming up and it's hitting the seafood, and they're releasing their juices as they open up. It's all done. Like I said, you pull the inner liner out, throw it all down, maybe sprinkle a little bit more Old Bay on top just real quick. You got your hot sauce ready to go. For those who uh, aren't watching their carbs, saltines. We've talked before about our favorite CJ appetizer was just because we were poor college students, we'd eat, eat it, CJs and uh, we just have saltines and um, cocktail sauce as our appetizer. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, it's, it's fun, it's easy, it's social because it's just, you know, especially you, you want uh, peel and eat shrimp. You can get the ones that have been deveined and sliced, but you want to peel that shell off. One, the shell is adding flavor to the spoil the whole time, but also you just want it messy and yummy. And you just sit there and talk as you're peeling these things or you're doing the crawfish and you're peel, pulling the tail out and then sucking the head. And yeah. Working on the mussels and the clams or maybe oysters you slightly steamed yeah mm-hmm. so good and of course you're having a beer or a cocktail with it yes yes let's move on to uh i have we know i was coming out how to put these and it's like you can do these for football or hockey games or whatever but these out of our favorites for last fall when we were doing the tailgate meals because we had hockey practice and we had so many kids playing and we had to feed them that was like Okay, you go into the rink and have the practice, you come out here and eat and back and forth. Yeah. So I broke it into two. We've got the hockey practice faves, hot and cold. Why don't you take care of hot?
1: Okay. Well, I can tell you what it what it is. Are you ready?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. I dreamed this one up. You
1: you did, so um, but it's an easy chicky calzone and it is delicious. Well, wait, it's an easy what? Easy chicken calzone. Oh, I
0: thought it was an easy chicken. No. No.
1: No, that doesn't work for me. Anyway. Easy chicken calzone. Calzone. No.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm these not are really Italian. Yeah. I'm German. These these aren't very calzone either, but they, they kind of are. It's, it's kind of a cross between a calzone and a And a pasty. And a pasty. 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 Pasties go on your nipples. Pasties go in your mouth.
1: You get so angry about this one. <sighs> of all of the words that I like to mispronounce on purpose.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, it's basically a hand pie, but anyway, for this, I went and we were in a rush and I wanted to do something kind of warm for the kids, but they would like, so I went to the grocery store and they had rotisserie chicken that they had already cut off the, the bone. They chopped it up and shredded it. Yeah. And it was chicken breast. So I bought that and it was cold. I bought uh, cream cheese. I bought shre- shredded mozzarella, some, uh, green onions, but you could use chives too. And I got that, wow, what's us that pastry dough where they do, like, uh, crescent like philo rolls. Like dough, phyllo? No. No? Like crescent rolls. The kind oh. that comes in the can. Oh, yeah. Oh. And it's like the dough rolls out, and it's perforated. And it comes in, like, generic store brands and also uh, name brand that has, like, a little dude that goes, hee-hee.
1: Yeah, you all know the one.
0: <laughs> yeah, you all know the one. So, and it has the thing where you peel the wrapper off and then you've got the tube and you got to, usually use a spoon, but I just use my thumb and it goes, Poof, and it opens up. And, and you,
1: it scares the hell out of you every that's single that's time for your entire life.
0: You maybe. So anyway, to make these, uh, we open this up and I roll these out and instead of having the triangles, I left them in squares and where the perforation was down the diagonal, I just used my thumb and mushed it down right there to kind of hold it together. Cool. So in a bowl, I took the chicken, the cream cheese, the shredded mozzarella, the green onions, and some black pepper and a little salt. And I mixed it with a spatula. And you just kind of eyeball it to get a good mixture. And if you're watching your macros, then measure it as you go and keep track of how much you're putting in things. If you're not, and like in this case, I was making it for the kids, just went until like it looked yummy. Put a dollop in each of your squares and then fold it over and pinch and crimp. Roll it over. That's the fun part. Yeah. because the chicken is already cooked and shredded really what you're doing is when you put it in the oven you know follow the cooking instructions for your 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 crescent rolls your pastry yeah and when it cooks and browns it's going to warm up the chicken it's going to melt the cheeses it's gonna be ooey gooey warm and everything
1: Mm -hmm.
0: when it comes out of the oven i'm like you don't have to do anything extra you're just looking for a golden brown outside yeah uh Put it in foil, wrap it up. That'll keep them warm. And actually, then I took those and put them in just like, what, Tupperware, generic Gladware or whatever. Yeah. Loaded up, took them in the car. And so when they, didn't even matter if the kid who was on the ice first came out, it was still warm when they were, Mm -hmm. got a nice warm thing. For me, I took the filling. I didn't have the pastry part and I put it in a low carb tortilla Mm -hmm. and it was good to go.
1: Both versions are very delicious.
0: I mean, you could just have it as like a chicken you salad. Could, too. Exactly. should cheesy just eat chicken the salad.
1: Sh- the chicken. It's great.
0: Yeah. How about uh, the cold favorite? Hockey practice favorite? Cold dish. Banh Mi's. Banh Mi's are go-to around here.
1: Kids love them. You wouldn't think they would because they have pate
0: on them, but they do. So, Banh Mi is a Vietnamese sandwich, and... It's really influenced by a lot of different things because so many people were passing through Vietnam. I mean, the French occupied it for a while. The the roll, a true bami roll, is hard to get in some places because it's uh, it has rice mixed into the the dough. Oh. Uh, or rice flour. Okay. But you know, you could also do it with a crusty French roll. Yep. Or sub bun, but you know, if you're watching your carbs, you can do it as a lettuce wrap. You can do it with a low carb tortilla or whatever. But somehow you need some sort of vessel to hold your sandwich. Yes. Then you need your veggies. You need some combination of carrots, radishes, cucumbers, bell peppers, and spicy peppers. And those are usually traditionally pickled. Now you got to watch out when they start pickling veggies because the part of the pickling process a lot of times involves sugar. And then now all of a sudden, these hidden carbs. So when I make them, I usually just do it raw veggies. And we'll take either shredded carrots or we'll do the little carrot chips. Yeah. Where it's cut up. And same with the radishes and everything and put that in. And then also, cilantro is a mainstay in this. But if you hate cilantro like Jess, you're probably not going to put it in.
1: It tastes like soap. I don't know why it doesn't taste like soap for you. Genetics. It does we for talked me. about the genetics on the Nice Jeans episode. We did. But still.
0: Also going into this are your meats, and you can do all sorts of stuff: roast pork, chicken, turkey, salami, bologna, mortadella, mortadella. Not being very Don't traditional. Don't eat right? mortadella; I it's love... disgusting. You like bologna? Yeah, it's great. And mortadella is Italian bologna. It's got all it's...
1: kinds of weird in it. <laughs> do not eat that; globs it's just big blobs of fat.
0: <laughs> yours has been emulsified That's through the right. whole thing it
1: has and it's all the same color and it looks exactly the same with the same yours, texture bologna it's is fine. so
0: thick whereas the mortadella is I don't like buy the super thick one. paper you do. paper thin ha. well you it. clearly I have had too right. much whiskey uh, pate and you can do this there's so many different versions of uh, pate but usually it's a liver pate mm-hmm. uh, and basically think about all those German charcuterie type things they do they're great they are great um, you could also do ham, pepperoni, capicola, or some mm-hmm. mixture of. So really, you just get your meats in there. Your condiments, you got uh, mayo. Maggie sauce is a, uh, a traditional favorite. We usually skip that one, but you can also do olive oil and vinegar if you want to go more Italian with it. Uh, sriracha is a must for you and me. Yeah. You could also do chili paste, especially Thai chili paste.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then uh, you put everything in there on your bun wrap it up we use parchment paper we usually wrap it up and put a little paper, uh, piece of masking tape around it and on the masking tape we can write everybody's names yeah it's fun it's exciting you get the veggies in there for the kids and usually when i tell the kids i will write this out and it's like okay bread you need one yeah veggies at least two then mm-hmm. that way it makes them put in at least two different types meats at least one condiments i don't actually make them put any condiments in nope parchment paper wrap it up a must so it's not a hot mess all over yeah
1: place. so kids one through three are really great about following your instructions kid number four is off on her own planet and eats her cucumbers
0: she wants just all cucumbers a cucumber she sandwich
1: her bond me completely destructed uh deconstru- <laughs> she eats her bond me completely deconstructed it's completely deconstructed because usually... she
0: destructed it yeah she Destruction. did
1: uh and usually it's just made out of bread and cucumbers. But still, sometimes she'll have a piece of meat. But she doesn't eat them all together. She eats them piece by piece. She's great fun.
0: She's cute. Well, those are our dishes for this episode. But before we go, we've got to share some stories and experiences. And we'll keep it short. Because we want to keep the episode short, too. Jess, what is your favorite tailgate story slash experience?
1: My favorite is actually, I think it was from when we first moved to Florida State. And your friend called and said, let's, I'm going to take you guys to the game and I'm going to take you to all of the tailgates and it's going to be so much fun. Oh, he's fun. your
0: friend too. I
1: know. I adore him.
0: I was hoping you would tell this story.
1: Um, And so we were like, okay, that'll be fun. And so we go around and one of the first tailgates and I, I was expecting like pickup trucks and like hamburgers and... Charcoal
0: grill type stuff. Chips,
1: you know, like standard... Coleman stoves. Yeah, like standard tailgating stuff. And... He, we get there, and he's like, okay, you need to prepare yourselves because there is nothing like Florida State tailgate. And we were like, yeah, whatever. I'm sure it's the same as everywhere else. It is not.
0: Well, I had had a year of this before you okay. got there. So I.
1: You knew. I knew.
0: I didn't, you didn't. know. This was your first Florida um, State game. It is
1: like full on. People park there the night before or two nights before.
0: Thursday for a Saturday game.
1: Um, They pitch gigantic tents. They have TVs set up that are hooked up to cable, which I have no earthly idea how they managed to do this in the early 2000s, but they did. Um, But anyways, one of the first ones that he took us to, I think, was for his old fraternity, right?
0: His old fraternity brother. Yes. Was hosting, and, who is okay. also a partner of one of the largest law like, firms in Tampa. Yes. So or they Jacksonville had or like, somewhere.
1: this gigantic piece of land staked out, and they had, I don't know, like six tents pitched, and then... They,
0: yeah, those pop-up tents. Yeah, you know. And they, Yeah, it was a 20 by 20, and mm-hmm. I believe they had four of them.
1: Oh, okay. Four well,
0: 20 by 20s, but then they put down AstroTurf carpet on did. the parking lot, um, so it looked like it was green. Okay,
1: so then they just had tables full of food, and I was like, wow, that looks amazing. And I get closer to it. It's Olive Garden. They had their tailgate catered by Olive Garden, so there were unlimited breadsticks, and that was magnificent. Whoa. um, But then they had the magical liquor table, and I was like... Yeah, what do you have over there? And they're like, What can you possibly dream up? We can make it for you. It was like, Okay, well, that's awesome. Well
0: pump the brakes and, right now. Wait. It wasn't just we, the guy who is our friend's friend, oh. who is this partner in a major law firm, goes, What can I make yeah. for you? gentleman the kegs over there yeah it was and he takes you by the hand <laughs> and it's like what can i mix for you yeah and then we're like okay well we're gonna go look at these two massive flat screens which was a big deal back in the early 2000s right hooked and... up to satellite dishes
1: yes and don't forget the leather reclining there were two
0: leather recliners my Under mind, mind was
1: completely blown by this i was like where the hell are we we're tallahassee what um so yeah, and these it are just a just...
0: pop-up canopy tents like we used to use for like the cross-country team and stuff. On there, no, huge. I feel like
1: they were nicer than that. They were
0: nicer, but they're also. I used ten by tens, and these were four twenty by twenties. But this is.
1: I feel like they also had like the sides set up so you they couldn't did. see inside of this it. This
0: was a uh, sizable space though.
1: Yeah, it was so much fun. <laughs> so much fun. So that's that's probably my favorite tailgating story. What do you have over there for yours?
0: Um, uh, mine was actually, we met up with a bunch of friends. We, uh, we did a seafood boil hmm. with, uh, especially like Jeannie and Dan were leading, the, leading the way on that one. And I think that was the first time we did a seafood boil. Like we, you and I had been, had a seafood boil at a tailgate. We're like, this is awesome. And it obviously made a, quite the impression on us. Uh, I guess and an not that trip, but another one was, uh, when we were wandering around, and we got these plastic jugs, they look like the big water jugs you'd get at the office uh, for the, you know, the water tank and everything. But they were smaller, and we had rum and cokes on those, and we had a nice Florida Canna rum, the <laughs> really well aged one, and they mixed it with coke because we were idiots. <laughs> um, we we're mixing it with Coca Cola, and we just went walking around with our jugs of rum. <laughs> yep, we did and seeing people and talking to people and watching the band perform and then we went into the game so (laughs) between the food it was that cookout with genie and dan and we were throwing a football around and having fun and you know waiting for it to cook and then after it was done just eating it off the tailgate of a pickup truck but also just you and i walking around and enjoying all the craziness that is a weekend yeah it's really fun to
1: people watch during a tailgate it's always entertaining
0: you know, and there's like one section off in a grassy field. There's some kids out there playing Quidditch, and we're like, "Okay, you guys know you don't actually fly, right?"
1: they are pretending. Don't ruin their fun. Yeah. Um. We had a friend of ours that had he and his brother bought a vintage fire truck, and they restored it. In and Nineteen put eleven
0: in, open cockpit fire truck.
1: Yep. And they um they would bring it to the game every every time there was a home game, and they had it so that the water tanks were like. Figurators basically, and it was pretty awesome. You
0: remember the ambulance they redid re- just before we left <sighs>
1: vaguely, like a the tiny old of ambulance.
0: It. But back, if when you opened up the doors, the side panel came up, if I remember correctly, and had a TV. But you went inside and he had deep fryers. No, I really and he had don't remember this. Co- a whole kitchen cooking, like almost like a food truck in the back. Nice. So awesome. And then he yeah. bought a chunk of property across from the stadium so he could just park his yes, he did. restored vehicles.
1: hmm On game day.
0: Lots of fun. Yeah. Hey, uh, game day is not just for us. It's not game day without cocktails. So, Jessica, favorite game day cocktail or drink?
1: I think that my favorite tailgating cocktail would probably either at this point be an old-fashioned or going back to my all-time favorite... Let's go with a Mai Tai. Those are not carb friendly. I mean, yeah, not low carb friendly. They are not low carb friendly. Uh,
0: we did a low carb version of a hurricane.
1: That's a hurricane. It's not a Mai Tai.
0: Or, uh, I don't know why I'm thinking hurricanes. because I'm thinking football. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You did a low carb version of Mai Tais on did one I? of the episodes. Yeah.
1: Okay. But still. Anyways, what's your favorite tailgating cocktail?
0: You know, when we were in D.C., we went to some football games there because the company I worked for had um, season tickets to the hmm. w- now Washington football team.
1: Yeah, they were the Redskins then.
0: Yeah. It's fine. The WFT. Um, <laughs> and so the company had a, a tailgate because the owners had club-level seats. Um, but when they stopped going, and we had a tailgate because I used to – you had to enter like a – A raffle. Well, it was kind of a wrap, What it was like forced pick, like what's your first choice, second choice, third mm-hmm. choice. And I would get a bunch of people from my office together, and we would just conspire to make sure our picks were all the same so we could all get a game together. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had one where you and I were like, or I was like the senior most person from the company there. So we're like, we're taking charge of this thing, and we were cooking out, and we were making s'mores and all sorts of stuff. but We had a bottle of Irish whiskey. And we didn't even make cocktails with it. We were just... Drinking Jameson. <laughs> that was fun. Um, honestly, during football these days and even tailgating, I just want to have a bottle of whiskey and maybe some ice cubes. Cubes. Old-fashioned can't go wrong. I love a Sazerac, but I really don't want to take the time to mix the whole thing. So just, right. just some whiskey. Um, but I do enjoy a beer. Just, uh, It's all things in moderation. I just don't want to have like four, five, six beers.
1: Same. I don't want Same. to have six beers either.
0: Remember that Will Ferrell thing? Yes, I do. I has four beers with the landlord. Anyway, <laughs> that, this is our kind of our, this is, this our, is our, our tailgate episode. episode. Maybe we'll revisit it another time, but those are our favorites. Those are how you make them. Uh, it's tailgating. It's not fine dining. It doesn't have to be perfect. Don't be out there me- fine measuring everything. Just rough it in and what tastes good and do it and cook outside and eat it outside and be with friends and. Be social, and that's what it's all about. And then go enjoy the game, maybe. 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 Or just keep tailgating and listen to the cheers from the distance. There you go. Yeah.
1: Might be more fun that way. Yeah. Depends on how much you like football.
0: Or hockey or cross country or whatever. Anyway, but speaking of fun, this has been fun.
1: Yes. Loads of fun.
0: This has been the 81st episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. Go back. We got 80 other episodes for you to check out. But for now, I need to go to bed. Me too. It's a late night. I got stuff to do tomorrow. So, Jess, until next time. Bye. Bye.